ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 Purpose Girls. So if I go back about 10 years ago when I desperately wanted to do this work with women around the world, I desperately wanted to empower women to go after their dreams and to discover their purpose and to love themselves and go for it. I had no idea that what I was about to do was to become an entrepreneur. Like, I didn't think of myself as a business person. This was not about business, right? Business was about people who were just trying to make money and just trying to make profit and running big corporations. And I was wanted to get out of that. I just wanted to live my purpose. And so when I took the leap of faith to do so, I actually had no idea how to be a business, how to be an entrepreneur. And I've learned so much in the last eight years. And one of the things that I help women with now is how to launch a purpose-based business, right? A business that is based on who you are and why you are here on earth and what you know you can offer. So many of you have told me that you want to start businesses, that you want to coach other people, that you want to create an art business or a nonprofit because it is your calling. And so today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is all about how to create that purpose-based business in 2020. Like, I want this to be your year that you rock it. I want this to be your year that you go for it, that you put yourself out there, that you take one step. It does not have to be perfect. It does not have to be all figured out. But I want this to be the year that at the end, when it's December 31st, 2020, you do not have another year of looking back and saying, oh, why didn't I? Oh, I shoulda. Oh, I coulda. Oh, I let fear get in my way. Absolutely not. So right away, early in the new year, we are talking how you can launch your purpose, how you can start right now in small or big ways. And that's what today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is all about. Of course, first, I want to read a review of the week. It is a five-star review coming to us from Australia, and the title is Motivating. I've recently started on my conscious journey, and this podcast has really helped me roadmap the how in the next steps of the journey great listen. Aw, that is from J Pretty Girl in Australia. Thank you, thank you, thank you, J Pretty Girl. You have a pretty heart, and I am so honored to be on your journey with you. It is not an easy one. I remember when I was married the first time and first had this knowing that I there was something deeper, something more, and I was about to go on my journey and started reading a lot of spiritual books, reading a lot of self-help, talking to a new friend about it who is still one of my best friends today. And it launched a whole new journey for me. So I am excited for you. So I used to think that you either could do well or do good. And what I mean by that is that you either could do well financially or you could do good and live your purpose and help other people and serve. And what I've come to realize is that that is a limiting belief 
that that is not true, that that is actually what stops so many people from launching their purpose-based business. So many women come to me and they say, I so badly want to live my purpose, but I can't afford it. But we won't have any money. But right, And why do we think that we can't earn a great contribution for our great contribution? Let me repeat that. Why do we think that we can't earn a great contribution for our contribution? Of course we can. It's a limiting belief. It's something I think that our patriarchal, capitalistic society has set up for us this belief that if you are serving others, if you're doing something that raises consciousness, that helps other people, that elevates the planet, that takes care of animals, that takes care of the earth, takes care of environment, then you can't make any money on it. Let's just get that one right out of the way. Because the fact is that you are a woman on purpose. You are a goddess on purpose, right? You know that you are here to do something important. You are here to make a difference. You are here to make an impact. You can feel it in your bones that you're here for something. And I so get that hunger to want to share your gifts and want to make a difference. It's actually something that I find so special about women. Yes, men want to make a difference too. In fact, we are living in a purpose world right now because every generation wants purpose more than anything. Right, research has been done by Deloitte. Research has been done by Ernst and Young, saying that what people really want, what employees really want, is purpose, meaning in their work above all else. We've got baby boomers who are retired; their kids are out of the house, but they still have twenty years left to live, thirty years left to live. I don't know more. And what they want is now to do something that is meaningful and is making a difference. We've got Gen Xers like me who followed the path of get the good job, get the good salary, get the retirement plan, all that thing, and still ended up feeling like something was missing. And so we now say, okay, I I did that. Check, check, check. I achieved and overachieved, but I, I feel unfulfilled. And we're craving fulfillment. And maybe you identify with one of these. Maybe you're a Gen Yer who feels the same way, like you're in your 30s and you're going, God, I just really want to make an impact. Or you may be a millennial. What millennials are saying in a lot of research studies is, I want meaning over money, right? And of course, you need money to live in your apartment or house. Of course, you need money for food. You need money to pay the bills. And I say, let's not just do basic needs. Like, I want you to have the vacation of your dreams. I want you to have the clothes that you want. I want you to have everything you want. And I want to suggest that we can get there with having a purpose-based business. It is not an either-or. It is both and. I want you to begin believing that you can do good in the world and do well financially. And I want you to know that if you have that calling inside of you, like literally a calling, how do we know it's a calling? We feel it like in our chest. Maybe you feel it in your heart. It's like a pull. So Amy Rosniewski, who is a professor at Yale, When she was at the University of Michigan, she did a lot of studies on jobs, and she found that the work that we do in the world, we either can see as a job, a career, or a calling. A job is what we do for money. You go in, you punch your clock, you make your money, you go home, and that's when you start living. And there is nothing wrong if you want a job. That's great. There's nothing wrong with it. A lot of people do it. And actually, it doesn't matter if it's someone who's a doctor or someone who is a custodian. Right? People of all different careers are doing it for a job, and that's great. 
The next level she found are people who are working as a career. They want to work to advance. They want to work to achieve. And that's great too, right? And we know a lot of people who are out there, and this may be you, and maybe this was you for 20 years and now you've shifted. Maybe this is still you. That you have a real drive to achieve and to expand and move up a ladder. And so you are all about career. And that is awesome. I say go for it. She found that there is this next level, people who see their work as a calling or people who crave a calling. And it's called a calling because it's as if someone somewhere is literally calling you, like on the phone or pulling you. If you could see the movement I'm making right now, I'm taking my hand toward my heart and pulling myself forward, like pulling you forward. A calling is something that you almost can't not do, right? And often when you hear the call, I've heard nuns talk about this, they would hear the call to be a nun and they would immediately go into denial. No, 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 not that, (laughs) anything but that. Maybe they would then go party more or go ask for a promotion, then do anything other than hearing the call, create more noise. I watched a TED Talk of nuns talking about this, that they heard the call over and over again. Until it got so loud, they finally had to listen. They actually had to get quiet and listen. And even though I'm not a nun, I mean, I'm Jewish, (laughs) I so resonated with this. Because when I heard the call to empower women, to teach optimism and purpose, I was like, huh? Like, what is that? Now, I want to take you back. This is 20 years ago. I'd never heard of a life coach. The only motivational speaker I knew was Tony Robbins. And he was huge. Like, how do you become that? Or I would think of Oprah, like, oh, okay, yes, I so want to be Oprah. But that seemed so big. Like, how do you do that? And so my brain would tune it out. No, 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 no. We don't want that. We want to find a husband. We want to go for a bigger job. We want a bigger promotion, make more money. Like, so tried to tune it out. Really because of fear. Fear that I couldn't do it. Fear that I would try to do it and fail. Fear that No one wanted to hear what I had to say. Fear that I would be rejected. Fear that I'd be humiliated because people would know that I tried. There are a million fears. And maybe you identify with some of these fears or maybe you have your own. But here's the key. What I know for sure is that when a woman hears this calling, then it is yours to do. It is yours to do. It won't go away until you take steps and do it. And taking the step to start your own business is courageous and it is empowering. As one of my previous coaches once stated, if you want the best personal development program on the planet, start your own business, right? So you, as you think about this year and starting your business, you will no doubt feel the exhilaration of taking steps and realizing a dream while likely also enduring obstacles and challenges. And both are equally important. And if you could just reduce, relax a little bit with any of the fears that you have, like, okay, yeah, I may fail. And then ask yourself, what is the worst that might happen? Okay, and if that happens, what's the worst that might happen? And if that happens, what's the worst that would happen? Like, would you end up in a cardboard box under a bridge? One of my clients once told me that. And then she laughed at herself. She said, no, I would never let that happen. I would go work at a restaurant or a Starbucks or retail something, anything before I let my kids and I end up under a bridge. So no, ask yourself deep, 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 
Do I believe in myself enough that even if I fail, I will get back up? Do you believe in yourself enough that even if you get rejected, you can dust yourself off and move on? Do you believe in yourself enough that even if the first idea doesn't work, you will be resourceful and find the next idea? Because that's what ultimately got me to take my leap. I said, do I believe in myself enough? Now, there was a time when I would have answered those questions, no. So you might be saying to me, Karen, no, I don't believe in myself enough. And then what I want you to do is to step back and start doing the work of really getting to know and love and believe in yourself that you know. And I'm going to take you through some processes here to, to do so. But you know your strengths. You know what value you add. Because in positive psychology, the scientific study of human flourishing, what we know is that no two people have the same strengths, the same talents, right? The gifts and skills that you have, the same passions. And I want to add that no one has your life experience. So no one has lived through what you've lived through, and therefore you are the only person to share your wisdom. And when you feel that calling, it's because all of that needs to come to fruition, that there is someone or something that is waiting for you. I heard the calling because you and women like Jay Pretty Girl in Australia and every woman who listened to this podcast, every one of my coaching clients, every woman who's done any of my courses, Goddess on Purpose course, Purpose Posse, any of my courses, they needed what I specifically have. One of my clients heard the calling to start a cat rescue, a kitty cat rescue. And at first was like, what am I doing this? Like, this is crazy. I don't know anything about how to do this. But she heard the calling, and it's because there were so many cats in her area. She lived in a rural area where there weren't a lot of people, and there were so many stray cats, and they needed her. One of my clients literally heard the calling from the earth. She didn't know it until we started doing the work, but it was like the earth was calling her because the earth needs protection right now. And so if you hear the calling, it's because someone, somewhere, something needs you. And so what I want you to do first is to become clear on your motivation to start the business, right? Entrepreneurship is not for the weak at heart. It is for those who have a strong purpose. And there is a difference between just starting any business because you want to make money. I know people who do that. They think, what would make a lot of money? What's the need in the marketplace? And then they maybe go create a certain kind of toilet or they maybe go create a certain kind of widget or construction building or something. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is that you hear a calling that you are specifically supposed to do something. And so if you're in business just to make money, just to do something and have your own business and be out there, that's awesome. But then what is driving those people is making profit and making money. And I'm sure that they have a purpose behind it. Maybe it's a purpose of money for their family. It's a purpose of helping the community, employing more people. And that is awesome, too. What I'm talking about with a purpose-based business is that your driver is purpose. Your driver is making an impact. And I think this is especially important for women because when we look at what women are driven by, women are driven by nurturing and taking care of others. It often comes out as a mother, and whether you ever have children or not, women are here. Part of it is mothering the world, is caring for the world. The difference is when this is purpose, it is doing so in a way that lights you up, that gives you life, that is your legacy. And so in a purpose-based business, we begin with your why, your why for starting the business. So I want to ask you that. Pause for a minute. Why am I starting this? 
what about it is important to me? What is it that I am craving by doing this? What is it that I most desire, I most want, I most yearn to create and experience by starting this business? Right? So it's like, get your why down. For me, I literally meditate on all of you all the time. I see women in different parts of the globe. I see women in Mexico. I see women in Nigeria. I see women in Australia. I see women in Kentucky in the United States. I see women in Toronto and Canada. I see women in Hong Kong. I see women everywhere who have a dream and maybe learned along the way that as women, we wouldn't have the same opportunity. We saw glass ceilings. We didn't see a lot of women, heads of government, heads of companies. And we have this dream and it's affected our confidence not believing that we could do it. And so what I see are women who have dreams, who want to feel alive, and who crave putting that dream into practice, whether it's working for herself or someone else, or it's a hobby, or it is a way of living in the world. I literally will close my eyes and I will see women all over the globe who have been told that they're not pretty enough, that they're not good enough. Women all over the globe who have low self-esteem, women all over the globe who, like a woman I spoke to yesterday, has kind of just accepted mediocrity in every area of her life. Yeah, I'm in a job that's okay, but okay, it's okay. And there are things I wish were different about my marriage, but okay. It's like I see women all over the globe who have been told and therefore accepted like the bottom of the saltine cracker box, right? That We shouldn't want anything more, and yet we feel this deep craving and deep desire to live on fire, right? Not just to live and breathe, but like to live, to feel on fire, to feel creative and juicy and alive and passionate and sensual and and on purpose. And so my why is inspiring and encouraging and empowering every single woman alive to love herself to go for her purpose, to live in joy, to love her life, create that life that she loves. So that is the first part about having a purpose-based business. Now, it is critical that you are so clear on your why. Because when the shit hits the fan, and my love, the shit is going to hit the fan, there will be times when you fail There will be times when it seems like no one's buying. There will be times when you get rejected. There will be times when you feel like nothing you do is working. There will be times when your computer breaks down and you've got to buy a new one. I mean, there will be times when the shit hits the fan. I want you to have that why to come back to. Because when you have that why, it keeps you strong and on track. As Nietzsche said, he, or I'll say she, who has a why to live, can bear almost any how. She who has a why to live can live through almost any how. That purpose keeps us coming back. In fact, if you've read Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning, you'll understand this. Viktor Frankl was a Holocaust survivor for three years. He was in Auschwitz and a couple of other camps. And he also was a psychologist. And so he studied the mind. He understood people. And He, even though he was a prisoner, he could step back and understand why different people were acting in different ways in the concentration camps. And he kept noticing that people who had something to live for, they had a why, they held on with even more resilience to try to stay alive. 
Now, I'm not saying that they were able to because the conditions were horrific. But he noticed that they would hang on. They would try to hang on even more. The fact is, is that your why comes from your deepest wisdom. Now, wisdom is heart-knowing. Wisdom radiates from a woman's soul, from her heart. And it's that radiant light that everyone sees and feels. When you have a why that is so strong and you are so passionate about it, it's pretty easy to quote-unquote sell because you're out there in the world and you're talking about wanting cats to have a better life and kittens to not die on the street. You're talking about the earth repairing and replenishing and being in good health. You're talking about little kids having educational opportunities. You're talking about the elderly being able to be at peace at the end of their life, whatever it is that you are passionate about. right? For me, I'm talking about women going after their dreams. And when I tell people what I do, immediately people say, tell me more. I want to hear more. Because when you're passionate with that wisdom, it's radiant light. And the word radiant means that you are shining so brightly that it radiates out to other people. And that's how your power is felt. That's the core to a purpose-based business. And so when you have that deep heart knowing, that is going to be at the core. What then happens, several clients who I have worked with on launching their purpose as a purpose-based business or putting their purpose out in the world say, but there's a million other people doing this. So like one of my clients who wants to be a life coach for women, she's like, but you do it. There's too many women already doing it. I hear you. There are a lot of women doing it. And there are a lot more women seeking the right coach for them. So what often happens, we will hear the calling and then immediately our fear brain says, I can't do that. Who am I? I don't know anything. There's too much competition. And so we shut down the deep wisdom, the deep inner knowing really quickly. Here's the fact. There are no two people that are exactly the same. No two entrepreneurs are exactly alike, right? Let's say that there were two divorce attorneys in the same town. Well, they're each going to work in completely different ways because each one has a different personality, has a different approach, has a different way of working. You're going to like one more than the other. I've been seeking OBs, right, because I've announced that I'm pregnant, and we went to one yesterday, and we went to one two weeks ago, and I expected to like the one yesterday even more, but I didn't. I was like, oh my God, I loved the first one, right? They both are going to do an excellent job. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with me feeling more connected personally, me liking the approach, me liking what they had to say. So this is true of all business, whether it's a life coach or a dentist or it's starting a nonprofit. No two people think and act and behave in the same way. So your business is going to be uniquely you. The key then is to know why you. What is it about you that is different and special and unique? And I like to think of this as a woman's essence. It's her soul's nature, her wild, radiant truth. So some women are sassy. And people find that so attractive. Some people want to clamor to that. Some people are deep, right? Some women are deep and they're more quiet and people are just drawn to that and they want to be around her presence. Some people are like badass, strong, warrior, and those are going to be her clients. And of course, many of us have multiple aspects and that's what makes us unique. When someone is buying from you, when someone does business with you, works with you, 
they're not buying the service. I mean, they are. They want the end product. But what they're really saying is, I want you. I believe in you. I want to learn from you. In fact, a woman who just joined my Empowered program, when I said, what is it that made you say yes to Empowered? She said, you. I, I want to learn from you. Like, I get lit up when you talk. I want to hear from you. I want to learn from you. I may want to do what you do one day. So you. Now, other people tell me a lot of different answers, but I once had a business coach who said this to me, they're buying from you. And so the more you know why you, what is your essence, and you continue to believe people want me. Now, this is deep mindset work. To be able to overcome the fear brain that says, who am I? I'm no better than anyone else. I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. It is daily mindset work to get to a point where you say, People totally want what I have. The right people are waiting for me. Oh my God, so many women want what I have to say. Oh my goodness, dentist offices are gonna love me and what I sell. Oh my goodness, people are gonna flock to my booth at the farmer's market. That's where you need to get. And you get there by really knowing what is special and unique about you and claiming it, owning it. I'm going to take a short break for our sponsor. And when I come back, we're going to talk about your brand. We're going to talk about mission. We're going to talk about message. And we're going to talk about some of the nitty gritty of being a purpose-based business entrepreneur, badass woman entrepreneur. But first, a word from our sponsor. It's new year and we all want to be healthier. And so we need to know what we are putting in our bodies and why. This is why I love Ritual Vitamins for Women. Their founder is on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry. Kat Schneider and her team of scientists have seriously made a clinically tested new normal in vitamin. I take it every day and I love it. Not only have they obsessively researched each nutrient specific to what a woman needs, they carefully choose forms that are absorbable by the body. They also have tested their formula. It is science-backed. It isn't just a buzzword for them. It is standard. I started taking Ritual because they wanted to sponsor the podcast. I wanted to see if I like it. I loved it so much I became a paying customer. I love Ritual Vitamins. Now I take their prenatal. I used to take their regular. They are amazing. And the best part about it is there is no nausea. I could take it without food. It is delayed response. You can take it on an empty stomach. And the regular tastes like mint. The prenatal tastes like lemon. And it's in every bottle. And it actually makes taking your vitamins like a minty fresh experience. It's so good. Daily changes can lead to big results, right? So I know you're doing big New Year's resolutions. Instead, start small today. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off for the first three months. That is 10% off for the first three months off of Ritual Vitamins. Try it out. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com forward slash purpose girl. Start your ritual today. Again, that's 10% off for your first three months at ritual.com forward slash purpose girl. Let me know how you like the vitamins. You will love them. And back to being a purpose-based entrepreneur, badass businesswoman that you are. The next thing I love doing with my clients is to get clear on some big desires and great hopes, right? Like, let yourself dream big, right? What's the best case? Your brain goes to worst case that you're going to end up in a cardboard box. Well, go to best case, right? Is best case that you end up on Oprah's couch? Is best case that you end up creating a chain of restaurants around the world? Is best case that you end up in the New York Times? Like, Best case, you're going to write a book. What is the best case? Like, let yourself go big because the brain wants to go big when it comes to failure. So let yourself go big. Women on purpose, let themselves go big with desires and dreams because that becomes your intention. And then they put the intention into action. 
So it's not that you immediately put Oprah into action. But if you know why you have those big dreams and desires, what is it about Oprah? What is it about the New York Times bestselling list? Maybe it's to impact as many people as you can. Then that becomes your intention and you can put that intention into action. So it is letting your heart and your soul lead, right? That's the leader. And your mind is the follower. So we learned as little kids that the mind is the leader, right? Let your brain do the work for you. But then we were ignoring our heart's desires and our purpose and our calling. So the old model is masculine. The new model is feminine. And feminine power, feminine leadership is that our heart and our soul leads. And then we let the mind do its genius work because the mind can figure anything out. The mind can create a plan. The mind can create strategies. The mind can get action done. We are awesome at that. You just want to make sure that when you're putting your mind to work, you're putting it to work toward the things that you actually want. That's why the feminine way is that we let our heart and our soul lead first. So as we've talked about your why, your why really is your purpose. It's your mission. And then as you know your mission, right at the highest level, my mission is to light you up. That is the highest level. I want to light you up. I want to light you up every single day. I want to light you so up that you go light up the world. With your why and your mission, you then can get super clear about your message. What is it that you want every single person who comes in contact with you and your company and your brand to feel? Right? Your brand is what's unique about you. It's how people feel when they interact with you. What people think when they see your logo or they see something that you do. So if I say the word Nike, you probably think, just do it. You see the swoosh. They've done a really good job with their visuals and with their words. Brand is more than that, though. It's the essence. It's literally like the three, four words that people think when they think of you or your business. Now, if you're creating a business as a purpose-based entrepreneur that surrounds you, right? You're a coach, you're a consultant, you're a writer, then your brand is you. And it's what you want people thinking and feeling and experiencing when they come in contact with you in any way, whether that's through social media, it's on a newsletter online, or it's in person. And so as you think about your brand, and one of the things that I give my purpose-based business clients is a personal branding worksheet. And one of my clients didn't. She was like, oh my God, that was so amazing. Like, I got so clear on who I am and why people need me and what the message is. And she's now out there. It's amazing. She's switching industries from one to another because even though she's good at her job, which is sales, she's doing it for an industry that just doesn't light her up. So she's clear about the industry that does light her up. She's actually super passionate about fashion and beauty. Doing that brand worksheet, she is networking like a queen, like a total badass warrior. I'm so freaking proud of her. She is so good at networking. She lights up every room that she goes into. And so she now is clear what she wants every person who's in front of her to be feeling and to be thinking. So your brand is that essence. It's what people think and what people feel because people will be drawn to you. Then you create the visuals, right? Whether it's a logo, it's colors, it's your website, you create that based on the essence, based on the feeling and experience that you want people to have from you. With this is always going to be your story. So we live in a world where business and personal aren't as separate anymore. We want to know who the leaders are of the companies that we are investing in. 
We want to know if they're doing good in the community. We want to know how they treat their employees. We want to know how they treat their families. We want to know that they're good people. We love seeing on social media, on Instagram or Facebook, stories about our politicians and who they actually are. We want to feel good about them. And we can see so many people who have built businesses on Instagram or on Facebook or on YouTube by letting us get to know them. The name of the game now is authenticity. And I'll tell you, when I started my business, a friend of mine was helping me figure out what I was going to go speak on, like what my speaking topics were going to be. And I may have shared this story before, but she said to me, what's different about you? And I said, well, I have my master's degree in positive psychology from the University of Pennsylvania, and only 250 of us in the world have that. And she was like, no, 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 no. What's different about you? And I said, okay, you didn't hear me. I have my master's degree from the University of Pennsylvania and Ivy League school, and there's only 250 of us. She was like, no, what is different about you? And she kept asking me and asking me and asking me until I actually broke down and cried. And what she was getting at, she said, Karen, what is different about you is that you have been knocked down over and over and over in life. And every single time you get back up, every single time you are courageous and you overcome fear and you keep going on purpose, that's what's different about you. And I was like, well, I can't tell people about my pain. I can't tell people all the mistakes I've made. I can't tell people all the fear. And she looked me in the eyes and she said, Karen, that's exactly what you're going to tell them. I'm telling you, friends, my heart still pounds like crazy when I tell you things like my history with anxiety. I feel embarrassed that here I am, a life coach who empowers people to go for it with fear, and I'm going to tell you that I have anxiety? And she helped me see that, yes, of course I'm going to tell you that I have anxiety, because even with anxiety, I still don't let fear hold me back. I still overcome and keep going. And so this is super important. Your story is a huge aspect of having a purpose-based business. So I want you to get clear about why you are so passionate about this. Did you experience whatever it is that your clients are? Did you struggle and need someone like you? Did you have a challenge or heartbreak that you overcame? Did you receive help and now you want to help others? That story is what is going to endear people to you. Then you want to know that essence and what are my strengths? What are my talents? What wisdom have I learned in my life? What have my life experiences taught me that would help other people? And now you can start putting programs and services and products together. Now you can answer, and what need do I see in the world that I specifically can help resolve? So whereas a lot of entrepreneurs who maybe are in it for profit start with that question, when you are a purpose-based entrepreneur, when you are a goddess on purpose, you begin with your calling and your why, and then you end up at that need. And then in launching a business, there are a lot of aspects of being an entrepreneur. These are the things I didn't even think about. Finances, like being clear, okay, how much am I going to charge for that? How do I set up pricing? What is the right pricing? Oh my God, that feels like too much. That feels like not enough. What do I do? Accounts receivable. How do I collect money? Accounts payable. What about people I need to hire? What sort of support do I need? What sort of partners, vendors do I need? 
So there's a whole financial aspect here, understanding profit and loss. And I want to be perfectly honest with you. I spent a good chunk of my business, more than half of the years I've been in business, probably the first six of the eight, being in total denial about setting up a financial system. Yeah, I could take credit cards. Like I figured that out. Yes, I had a banking account and I had an accountant that I only worked with on taxes. Like I honestly kind of didn't want to know. I would put my fingers in my ear like la, 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 because I realized I was afraid of money. I had a huge money story that was blocking me around understanding that money is simply an energy exchange and it's receiving contribution for the contribution that I make in people's lives and that it's a totally fair exchange. And I was seeing money as something evil. I grew up in a very wealthy area where I would look at the kids who had a lot of money and their parents who had a lot of money and I would think I'm less than and they are snobs, right? I would come to that conclusion and it's kind of what I learned. And so anything having to do with money, I would avoid. I didn't want to hear the word profit. But I certainly wanted to have enough money for my mortgage. I wanted to have plenty of money to go on vacation with Josh to Greece and to Paris and all the places that we've been. So I wanted the money, but I was afraid of it. So I had to redo my money story until I was like best friends and lovers with money. And I could say, I'm not scared of you. I understand how you help me and I help other people. And then I said, you know what? I want to impact millions of women. I want to really take this to a huge level. I want to have courses that have hundreds of women who take this. I want to be able to speak to thousands. I want to impact more people. And the only way to do that is to be organized around my finances. So then I went big and I hired an accounting firm that I meet with many times a year in order to check how are things going? What's the flow like? What ideas do you have for me to improve my organization, for me to go to the next level? So a piece here is finances, of course. Another piece then with that is selling. I don't really love the word sell, right? We are really serving and we are sharing and therefore enrolling people who desire what we have to offer, who like deeply crave it. And there is an aspect of understanding how to have those conversations. And the piece of that is knowing what you're worth. And so I needed to learn from a coach, how do I have this sales conversation with someone? How do I share my passion and be comfortable asking for money for it? And so there's a whole skill set in selling. As I grew, I needed to know how to build a team, really fill into who do I need? What kind of person would best work with me? Where are my weaknesses? What do I need to fill in? And so there's a beautiful aspect as you grow of building a team. And I have made mistakes in people that I've worked with and hired, and I've had some home runs. And that's how it goes. And we learn. And there's a beautiful aspect of hiring people who have complementary strengths as you. Right? It's okay for you to not be good at everything. And the best thing is for a purpose-based entrepreneur, for you to be so focused on your purpose that you have other people who handle some of the details that either you aren't as good at, that don't turn you on, that you're not as passionate about, and that allow you to spend more time impacting more people. Another aspect is organization, right? Organizationally, what do you need? What's the structure of your business? Since I am looking at rolling out a larger course, a larger online course for all of you, I've realized I need different systems in place. Systems that when you join my email newsletter list, it allows you then to have the opportunity to join one of these courses. Like I don't have that technology set up right now. So understanding what technology you need, what structures you need, what organization you need, and being able to build with it. These are not things you have to do right away, but being able to build with it. Starting the podcast, I used to have a 
microphone that was like just stuck in my computer. And now I've got this fancy studio that Josh set up in our basement that has one of those arms that comes down and it's like looks a lot like the radio studio that when I was on Sirius XM had. So being able to have structure and organization, and I actually really stink at details. And this is where the building the team comes from and having people who do details with you. I learned along the way I needed insurance. I didn't even think about insurance, but I learned along the way that I need insurance to do what I do. So there are a lot of different aspects of having a business. Now, if you're anything like me, those are the aspects that scare you and you go, forget it. I don't want to do any of that, <laughs> right? Like, I'll just stay where I am. Uh-uh. Remember, a fixed mindset says I can't do that. And a fixed mindset will lead you down into a pit every single time. Instead, I want you to have a growth mindset. A growth mindset says, in questions, how can I? What's possible? Who could teach me this? Who's done it and could lead the way? Who could be my mentor? What are the resources that are available out there? This is the opportunity, the way we get through fear. Fear is just trying to tell you, hey, I want to be safe. So I want to make sure you're doing this in a safe way. And so that's why you don't have to hold yourself back to fear or because you don't know any of these things. Instead, you say, how can I learn? What are the resources? Who can help me? And this is what I needed. I needed business coaches along the way who have helped me. I just started working with my next business coach because she has built the kind of business that I'm talking about. She's built the online courses and the kind of structure that allows her to impact so many more people, which is amazing. So I just hired her. And I hired an accountant who really is helping me understand profit and loss and how to structure my accounting system. I once hired a woman who helped me understand the sales conversation. So you always can work with somebody who can help you. There is no need to be overwhelmed. You can get support. You don't have to do it all on your own. In fact, I've helped so many Purpose Girls start businesses. One of my clients just asked me, to create a group. She's like, I would really love a group of other women who are also starting their purpose-based businesses and who learn together and learn with you and do it in your feminine way. And I said to her, that is crazy because literally that's what's been coming to me is wanting to pull together like a feminine mastermind of five to seven women who connect several times a month for five months starting their purpose-based businesses and can share where they are on their journey, the questions that they have, brainstorm together, learn from me. I can teach each of these aspects. And so I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this. And I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. In fact, one of my curiosities is like how many people out there want this? Like who are the women out there who are wanting to start a business in 2020? And so if you've heard this podcast and you're like, wait, I want more, then contact me. Go to my website, purposegirl.com send me a note on the contact form and say, yeah, I want information. Let me know if and when you're starting that mastermind because then I can gauge interest and I can let you know if and when I create it and we can get this beautiful thing going because I've been part of a mastermind of other women who are starting businesses and it's been incredible. And so the last piece of starting your purpose-based business is to just start. It is to break everything down to the smallest, smallest, smallest step. Is the smallest step writing your why statement? Then that is the first step. Is the smallest step buying a computer? 
Awesome. Then that is your first step. Way too many people get too hung up in the overwhelm of it. It's too big. It's too much. Maybe your first step is hiring a coach like me or someone else who can help you figure out what the first step is. Whatever that first step is, break it down into one small step. You don't have to leave your other job yet. You don't have to jump off a cliff. And you do need to take one step. Right? I want you to have the bigger vision, and then I want you to break it back to one step. For me, the first step was telling people, hey, I'm a coach. Hey, this is what I coach people on. Hey, this is what I'm passionate about. And sure enough, someone said to me, I want you to be my coach. And that was how I got my first client. There was no sales conversation. There was no email marketing. There was no Facebook or social media marketing. I mean, all of this is stuff we now you know, need to have a larger business, but it was just having conversations. And then she introduced me to my second client because she told a friend, you've got to work with her and so on. Of course, now I do much more Facebook and newsletter and other kinds of marketing, but that was my first step, just starting to tell people. So I want you to break this down into a small step and understand that in the feminine, we build the bridge as we walk on it. You might not know 10 steps ahead. You might not know two steps ahead. You don't need to. You just need one step. And then once you've done that one step, what's my next right step? Okay, what's my next right step? And you keep going one step at a time. And this is what is so fantastic is that we have an opportunity in today's world to start and create anything that we want. I knew that I was going to be on air. I knew I was going to have my own show. And now there's podcasting. There's YouTube. You can have your own show. If you know that you are here to write, awesome. You can self-publish. Like There are so many ways now to get your impact, your message, your purpose out in the world. And so I want to leave you with these purpose power tips. One is being so clear on your why. What is driving you? Two, being clear on why you. What is your essence? What is your story? What is special What about you? Number three is honing in then on your brand, your message, so that you can start talking about it before you have a website, before you have Facebook marketing, before you have fancy accounting systems. Start talking about it. You can always take money on PayPal. Easy. Let's make this easy, right? I want you to think four is ask yourself, what would make this easy? What would make this easy? Let's make it easy. Doesn't that sound good? Let's make it easy. And then the last purpose power tip is to get help. We can't do anything alone. I don't do anything alone. I used to try and I burnt myself out. And so ask, who can help me? Do you have a family member who started a business who can help you? Do you have a friend who has? Are there online resources? Is there a coach who can help you? Get support to know what you don't know. And of course, last, have fun. There is no purpose without pleasure. Believe me, I've tried. I used to have this purpose-based business. It was purpose, purpose, purpose. And then I ran myself into the ground. And now I understand that it is about having fun. That's why we start this in the first place. So I want you, before any of these tasks... I want you to be in a fun, juicy place. I want you to be doing things that you love. I want you to be taking baths or yoga or whatever it is for you. If you're nervous and anxious, you could self-pleasure, bring yourself to orgasm. That's going to make you feel good before you sit down and you write your story or you look at how to do PayPal. Have fun with this. Make it easy. And just one small step. 
So with that, purpose-based business badass entrepreneurs, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. If you did, please pause the podcast for 60 seconds, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave your five-star review. It literally takes 60 seconds. One sentence, two sentences helps women all over the world to find us. Also, I am going to be doing so much more on my email newsletter this year, including sending out weekly videos, weekly videos teaching a concept. So you want to make sure that you are on my email newsletter. So go to PurposeGirl.com, sign up for the newsletter. And as a free bonus gift, you're going to get a Living on Purpose guide or I have a couple of other free gifts there. So make sure that you sign up for the newsletter this year. I'm going to be teaching so much. I'm so excited. The other place to get a ton of value is to go to Purpose Girls Facebook group because we are a sisterhood now of more than 2,000 women and we are posting different prompts every day. I am doing Facebook Live teaching every single week. It is fun. It is sisterhood. You will be supported. You will be cheer-led. You can cheerlead other women. And that is a huge aspect of having a purpose-based business and just being a woman on purpose is being surrounded by other women who believe in you, who cheerlead you, who support you. Like, I would not have the business I have if I didn't have my sisters. Okay. My sisters encouraged me to do this in the first place. They believed in me. They said, you have to do this. This is so you. So many women are going to connect with you. And when I've been scared, when I have been rejected, when I've fallen apart, I go and I run to some of these women and they hold me and I cry. And then they help me get back up. They've helped me find people to work in my business, people to work with as a coach. So your sisters matter. Okay, so join the Purpose Girls Facebook group. I cannot wait to see you there. Of course, you can find me on Instagram at Karen Rockhind or on Facebook at Coach Karen Rockhind. And overall, just know that I believe in you. And I'm so excited for you and so excited for this year. If you know any women who want to start businesses, who have talked about it, you want to start it together, share this episode with them all. That is the best way that we can change the world one woman at a time. And of course, may you live purposefully, may you love yourself, and may you love life. Bye for now.